Hey, hey, happy Thursday. I am bringing all of the energy vibes to you this Thursday. I have had several cups of coffee and I am excited that you are here. Every week, as you know, I try to create a follow-up episode to Tuesday's episode, which is a little bit longer, or a lot of it longer, to be totally honest. (laughs) But this goal, the goal of this episode is to be short, sweet, and really all about the action steps from the longer podcast. So every week, my objective is to distill the longer episode down into a couple of bullet points. You know, the bullet points that I want you to take immediate action on to make a big impact and really move the needle in your business. So... I'm excited about this week's episode. I am getting back out and doing some speaking engagements this fourth quarter, and I'm really ready to be back in the financial planning community. I'm really excited to see everyone face-to-face. As much as I love talking to y'all through a microphone, it means so much more to me to be able to be there live in person and to, you know, shake hands and kiss babies and whatever else I'm supposed to do <laughs> while I'm there. So I'm really excited. And if we haven't met before, or if this is your first time here, I am your host of the Efficient Advisor, Libby Grywe. And I started, built, and sold a 100% referral-only planning practice and grew it to seven figures as a solo advisor, all while working just three days a week and taking off 14 weeks a year so that I could really be present as a mom, as a wife, as a friend, as a sister, as a daughter. And frankly, I got to be honest, I liked taking off big blocks of time to travel. Not going to (laughs) lie. So I want you to help you live a full life doing things that you love inside of your business and doing things that you love outside of your business. So I'm really just here to walk alongside you and to show you how to do exactly the same for yourself and to help you take immediate action on the most important strategies to scale, organize, and really create less stress and overwhelm in your business. So that's where I get excited. It's about time we just push exhaustion out of the way and get rid of that advisor ADD. And it's really just time to take that one right next step to build a business and a life that you love. So this week's longer episode was tactical tips for making conference and regional meetings effective and impactful. So let's dive into the action steps from this episode. So as I said before, we're getting into kind of conference season, if you will. I mean, honestly, with virtual events and and live events. It feels like conference season is all year long, but really there's so many things here in the fourth quarter. And as we start to really push towards that last 90 days of the year, it's important that if we're taking time out of our business and we're we're investing our, our energy and our financial resources, that we get the absolute most out of any you know, industry event, or I mean, I'm talking just local regional one-day workshops, right? So I'm speaking for FPA here by the time this episode airs in a couple of weeks, just for a local event here in Cincinnati for advisors. You know, I'm going to be up in Fargo here in a couple of weeks speaking at a local event for some advisors. So it doesn't matter if you're talking like a big XYPN live, which I'll be at on October 8th. And if you're coming, please, please, please reach out to me. I'd love to connect with you live there. But it doesn't matter if it's a big national conference for financial planners or if it's just a one-day or two-day local event. You need to be putting in the right effort to make sure that whatever time and energy you're spending is really, really impactful. So in this episode, we talked about tips to how, you know, really on how 
kind of four stages of conferences, right? It's planning and prep so that you can really roll in to receive and absorb the most pertinent information. Um, Some tips on how to really show up during an event in a way that allows you to get the most out of your time and experience. And we talked a lot about how to debrief yourself and your team after the event in a way that won't cause overwhelm. And then I think the most forgotten one is really that six month or whatever time frame makes sense for you. I like to use six month, six months out, but setting a metric to really measure the success of the event and the success of the ideas that I have implemented. So I think that's really important to to take a look at. So if we break that down into the four categories, the first, I gave you four different calorie ideas. So pre-booking a debrief day for you at the end of the conference, I suggest staying on site for that and just taking advantage of the fact that you are in a great hotel with great amenities. And you know why not extend it one more day where you don't have to cook, but really using that day to debrief. Number two, we talked about booking a CEO day for you shortly. And in the episode, I go into a lot more detail of explaining what a CEO day is, and I give you reference to a different podcast. I believe it's episode number seven, where I dive into CEO days a little bit more. And scheduling that CEO day is really important because it helps you take time to take what you did in your debrief day and really distill that into how it's going to fit into your existing practice in the five categories that we talk about. All right, the third kind of schedule or calendar related thing is then having a meeting with key people on your team shortly after your CEO day to discuss once you've kind of taken all of the different things that you absorbed and took in at your conference in your CEO day, we're going to prioritize them. And then we're going to schedule a time with your team to really say, okay, here's what we've determined are the most important strategies over the next 30, 60, and 90 days to start implementing. And we're going to create a plan with your team to do that. The fourth time that we want to put on your calendar is that six-month check-in. And in the episode, I went into detail of how to really do and create an effective check-in. We're going to want to have some very measurable metrics that you're looking for at that six-month mark. And really a big piece of it too is just determining, okay, is that event something that I would spend my time, energy, and resources again in the next year. So then you can use that as a jumping off place to determine, okay, well, what does my kind of educational calendar look like for next year? Where do I really want to spend my time? We also got into a bunch of really tactical, not enough time in this follow-up episode to really get into them all. We got into some like genuinely super tactical, different things that you can do ahead of time to really design and set some intentions. So I'm a big fan of life by design versus life by default. And not to the point where you don't leave room for spontaneity, we definitely want that, but really rolling into an event with knowing ahead of time, what are your goals? What are the sessions that are going to most align with your goals? How do we avoid those shiny objects and all the new ideas and all the bright, exciting, fancy, sparkly little things that you can pick up at a conference that might enhance your practice, or it might detract from the goals that you've already set and established for yourself. We talked about different ways to uh, connect with specific individuals at the event and how to pre-plan on how you'll collect contact information. And I did a post on LinkedIn this week for the episode that showed how to create a personalized LinkedIn QR code in less than 30 seconds that you can create 
and turn into a lock screen on your phone. So when you're at a conference, it's really easy for you to collect contact information versus kind of the old school, you know, bring a bunch of business cards and get a bunch of business cards. Okay. We also talked about some brain dumps and some other things to do ahead of time, and then also how to divide and conquer if you're attending with your team. So really the takeaway there is you need to be planning ahead of time to be super intentional about your time there. Then we talked about, we got into what happens during, how to really make the most of the event while you are present, and um, having a strategy ahead of time for what you want to do with your social media, if you're wanting to capture some of the stuff that you're doing while you're at the event and use that as a way to amplify your brand with your clients that might be following you. And I gave you a couple of tips of things not to do with social media while you are away. Then we got into after getting back to the office and really how to debrief or really before you get back to your office, how to debrief, then how to host that CEO day with yourself and really how to strategically organize the three things. And I really suggest no more than three at a time from any conference to implement in your office. So we talked a little bit about the 30, 60, 90 day strategy that I sketched out for you guys in episode number 56 called build your dream business in 10 minutes a day, a strategy to create unstoppable momentum. You're going to, you know, meet with your team and then you're going to do all of your follow-up from the event. So that could be reaching out to different people that you connected with, reaching out to different speakers. This is purchasing the books, looking up the websites. I have strategies in the episode for you guys on how to organize all of that information so that you actually do something with it. There's nothing worse than getting back from a conference and spending all of the time and energy there and then you know, three, four weeks later, and I'll be honest, I have done this more times than I care to admit, but I would sit there like four or five weeks out from the event and see that conference workbook sitting on my desk in a giant pile. And it was the pile of good intentions, right? Knowing fair and well that I didn't have a strategy or I didn't have a plan or I didn't have a way to take all of that information and actually move on it. So that's really what kind of the crux of this episode is, is how to have a strategy to really actually take all of the things that you're learning and all of the things that you're absorbing at these events and actually do stuff with them to help you move the needle in a meaningful way. All right. And then last, we talked about that six months out, really how to set measurable results to determine if the conference was enjoyable And if the ideas and takeaways and the connections that you made at the event did ultimately have an impact on your business. So I hope this was a helpful episode for you guys. I know I'm really excited to get out there and to be a part of conference season here in the fourth quarter. I'm looking forward to it. And if you are attending any of the events that I'll be speaking at, I would love, love, love to be super intentional about connecting with you, whether that's grabbing a coffee um, in the morning, sitting together for breakfast or lunch, 
or really just even making an effort to meet up in the hallways or at different sessions. So if you are attending any of the events and you see my name on the speaker list, please, please seriously reach out to me. Um, Message me through LinkedIn is the most ideal place and I would love to connect with you guys there. So it's really exciting for me to get to hang out with you and to really get to just kind of get my finger on the pulse of what is really important to you guys and what would be most helpful for you from a podcast standpoint. So anyways, I'm going to wrap it up. I know I want to make these short and sweet. So I hope that the next meeting, regional event, two-day conference, full-week conference, I don't care what it is, but I hope you approach that next get-together with intention in a very strategic way, following that before, during, after, and then six months out strategy that I laid out for you in the episode. Thank you guys so much. I look forward to connecting with you out on LinkedIn and over in the Efficient Advisor community. And I did a post out in the community recently asking for podcast episode ideas. And so far, I love what you guys have put out there. So if you have an episode idea or if you have someone that you think I need to know and be connected to that you think would make a really awesome and interesting guest, or if you just have a straight up question that you would love for me to answer, I would love, love, love to know what those burning questions are for you guys right now. So please seek out that thread over in the Efficient Advisor community. And I will look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Okay, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention that I will be at XYPN Live and I am doing a pre-conference with Matt Jarvis and the Perfect RIA. And if you are attending, I would love for you to go change your flight. Yay, COVID, making flight changes mostly free. If you want to come early, we have a whole agenda put together. It's Matt his brother, Stephen, who I had on the podcast talking about tax returns and what to actually do with them. We have advisor Benjamin Brandt and Micah Shalansky. Sh- oh my gosh, tripped over that one. Sorry, Micah. Anyway, <laughs> the five of us are going to be talking all about how to literally double your revenue without working more. So if you're already headed out to Denver, I would love, love, love for you to come a day early. You can use code Libby, L-I-B-B-Y to save $50 off your registration.